Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 107 in Edmonton. Hour number two, Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. In the second hour, we are going to go interactive. Um, and we're going to hear as well. Uh, from Brendan Escott, momentarily. We're going to hear from you. We're going to hear from Ian Herberts, former Oilers coach, now uh, back at the University of Alberta, as well as Kurt Hill, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. All that's coming up in the second hour of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call, one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. Uh, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. You can text us. We'll get to some texts probably around 120 at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're on Twitter. Brendan Escott is available at Brendan uh, Brendan with two E's and then Escott with two T's. Uh, you can... Tweet me, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet the show at Oilers Now. Guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Don and his staff at Japanese Village will take care of you. Edmonton South, downtown, uh, north side, and now in Short Park as well. Uh, we've got uh, a couple calls to get to, some texts to get to, but first, NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear. Here's the young gun himself. Thanks, Bob. The Flames are the only Canadian team in action tonight in one of five games on the NHL schedule. They host those same Los Angeles Kings at the Saddle Dome tonight. Mike Smith will start in goal for the Flames. The Capitals will get Evgeny Kuznetsov back tonight. He's been sidelined since November 14th with uh, what's suspected to be a concussion, though they never confirmed that. Uh, the Caps have won six in a row without him, though, doing just fine. Reports say that uh, Montreal Canadiens forward Paul Byron should return tomorrow against the Rangers. He has missed the entire month of November with a lower body injury. Hurricanes goaltender Scott Darling did clear waivers with that $4.15 million con- uh, cap hit. Rather, He has been assigned to the AHL's Charlotte Checkers. Philadelphia Flyers have received permission to speak with former Canucks GM Dave Nonis and assistant GM of the Blue Jackets Bill Zito about their vacant GM position. The Flyers uh, fired both their GM and assistant GM this week. Bakersfield Condors host the Manitoba Moose tomorrow night. The Oil King we mentioned off the top, host Moose Jaw tonight at Rogers Place. The Warriors dumped the Oil Kings 4-3 in overtime a week ago. And the U of A Golden Bears on the road taking on the 13-1 Saskatchewan Huskies in the weekend series. Huskies on a 12-game win streak and leading Canada West. The second-place Bears have won seven in a row. And Alberta, as I mentioned, did not have their top three forwards for the first six games of the season, including the split they had against Saskatchewan earlier this year. 1-10 in Edmonton. All right, uh, Jack Michaels has tweeted out, uh, Ken Hitchcock has spoken. We're going to get to some of Ken's comments, courtesy of the work of Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. But Jack Michael's tweeting out that uh, we have our starter tomorrow. It's Miko Koskinen. To me, it's this simple. Win and you're in. Between the two. Okay? Win and you're in. Let's get to some comments from Ken Hitchcock. He explained this morning the practice wasn't optional. 
which I think first I of all, first of all, it's not an optional. This is called designate. So the we designate the people based on fitness level that need rest over work. But when we play every second night, we prefer to go on the ice full once as a group. And with the game at eight o'clock tomorrow, we opted. We talked to the players and we opted to have a practice skate tomorrow, not a, not a pre-game skate, but an actual practice. With it being 8 o'clock, it's a long time. And so we talked it over with the leaders last night before they left, and it was decided that we'd go full on Saturday, and then today would be what's called designate. I don't believe in optional practices. Uh, designate practices I believe in, so that's what... That's what you'll see. Sometimes you'll see 18 guys out on a designate practice, and and it's all based on minutes played and uh, required rest, the balance between the rest and the work being taken place. All righty. Uh, um, so there you have a little bit of a definition there from Ken Hitchcock, who was asked about coaching in Edmonton, and uh, Hitch had some comments on why he loves Edmonton. Well, I've, I've said to people, like people have asked me all around the world what it's like, what's Edmonton like, and I, I've always felt that this is a city with a big soul, and it's had, it's had, it doesn't have the flash of other cities, but it's got this unbelievable soul, and, and I've told people, if you go live in Edmonton, Alberta, you'll never want to leave there, and it's just, it's got a sense of community. This isn't, doesn't feel like big corporate big corporations it it's it's family businesses or run by the children or run by the now the, the kids that i know are running that a lot of the businesses here are the grandchildren um and it's very much a family atmosphere and and you feel a responsibility like i can feel the people in the stands counting on me trying to get a job done here and at the end of the day uh, 20 years ago, I would have been stressful, but now I just feel that pressure, and I, I don't mind it. I en- actually enjoy it, but I feel the responsibility because of what how I feel about this city, and this city, to me, has an incredible soul and vibrant fiber about it that is second to none, but in saying that, if you're going to work in this city in this type of business, whether it's the Oilers or the Eskimos, you better be prepared to listen because people got strong opinions. <laughs> and you better be prepared to listen to the opinions because in most cases, quite frankly, they're right. And that's what I learned is there's a knowledge here that you don't find anywhere else, especially in the CFL knowledge and in the, and the NHL knowledge. You just don't find it. Wow. Brandon, what did I say about a week ago about the fact that I know there's lots of people, lots of guys out there and some women out there that know a hell of a lot about hockey and might not agree with me on everything, and that's okay because they know the game. You can I, Usually it takes me about a, a minute into a conversation, and I can tell whether a guy really knows the stuff or if he's just had too many drinks at the bar. You know what I mean? But there are, and Ken's right, when people are not afraid to share their opinions, and it's often justified in terms of the heat you get when a team has to make the playoffs 11 of the last 12 years. It's pretty simple, right? Like if Ken Hitchcock gets the Edmonton Oilers into the playoffs based on where they were, and there's no question the team's already playing a little bit differently, they are. They're playing. Now, Todd McClellan was building a team for the lawn game 
but unfortunately had real pressure on him in the short term. And he, too, loved Edmonton. I wanted to establish that. He did a lot of things above and beyond. And not every coach or manager that's come into Edmonton has embraced the community the way Todd did. He's from Saskatchewan, and I've always said you can never go wrong hiring a guy from Saskatchewan. But Hitch is from here, and he gets it. No question about that. All right, thanks again to Reed Wilkins. One more. Uh, tomorrow night, the Oilers play the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, Gerard Gallant, coach of the year last year, he did an unbelievable job. Here's Ken Hitchcock on his counterpart. Gerard is a guy that uh, he, he's really interesting. He has a different approach than a lot of coaches do. And I really, I really appreciate his candor and his attitude toward the way he does it. But his his team plays free, and and they go. And they weren't going at the start of the year. They looked like a little bit of the the typical. I know having experienced it twice, it's very difficult. Never mind to get the Stanley Cup team going. You at least got some energy based on last year. But to pull it out from the woods when you haven't won and you lost, it's very difficult. And and he had a he had a tough go at the start of the year, but he's got him rolling again. So I think his ability to get his team to play free mentally is his greatest attribute. He's he's very good coach that way. And part of the reason why is because he doesn't destroy guys when they make mistakes. And there's a difference between coaching and being on a guy when he makes a mistake and right away and making sure that but he doesn't just, he doesn't break him down. And we saw that last year with the work that he did in Vegas. One more thing about Gerard Gallant. If he had to, he'd back it up for his team. We saw that against Florida. You know, broadcasters can kind of chirp broadcasters a bit, or media guys have a little bit of fun once in a while. Players chirp players. Coaches exchange with coaches. But Gerard has gotten upset at times and not been afraid to direct some vitriol at a player on the ice. And if you saw Gerard Gallant play, you would know he could back it up if he still had to do it. All right, it's 116 in Edmonton. So thanks again to Reed Wilkins. Again, Jack putting out Koskinen starts against the Vegas tomorrow night. 7-2-1, not bad. Let's open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Chris is calling us from down in Arizona. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, I've got a couple couple questions and uh, a comment. Uh, first off, for the city of Edmonton, when I was up there in 2013, I loved it. For the uh, few days that I spent up there, it was amazing. Um, it's just a great city. Uh, it, it also helps that I've been a lifelong Oiler, Oiler fan, diehard Oiler fan, and uh, that's about it for that one. But uh, I have a question regarding Hitch. Um, yeah. he's, 66, he's 66 right now, so let's just say he does uh, get us into the playoffs. Um how many more years as a coach do you think he has? Um, and then uh, does he get extended or signed like right away? I don't, um, and then I don't have the answer. I, I don't have the answer in terms of what the plan is moving forward. But I will tell you this: it's my belief that Ken is the type of guy that would coach as long as he's alive if he could. Because that's how a lot of guys are, right? Like, you know, Bear Bryant quit coaching and then he died at Alabama and Joe Paterno didn't want to experience that, so he coached into his 80s. And I think if your Ken Hitchcock coaching's in your blood, uh, he's got tremendous passion for it. He's not an ageist, which means he's never stopped learning. And he got that from Claire. That's the biggest thing I think he got from Claire Drake. For all, I mean, you know, the, the, the defense that the Oilers are currently playing, which is a... 
box plus one or man within a zone with four quadrants. That's Claire Drake's U of A defense from the late 60s, early 70s. Like he was playing when everybody else was playing man-on-man forever and chase guys all over the defensive zone. You know, Claire had devised a system, and and but Hitch has never done learning and never done tweaking, and that's so for me. He could coach beyond this year because he is that way. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, now I have one more question or a comment. The question uh, it's regarding uh, Koskinen. Yeah. Um, the the comment is I, I think you ride ride him until he uh, doesn't perform. Uh, he's he's deserved it. Um, he's he's what seven two and one or whatever yep. his record is right now. Yep. He's played solid. Yesterday he was I, I think he was lights out yesterday. Minus that one little squeaker that went through. Like I can't blame him on on the Jeff Carter goal. It's a five on three and the guy just rifled it. But you yeah. can't really you can't really blame him on that. But he's kept us in every game. Just keep just keep this in mind. Had we not laid laid an egg against Anaheim, he would have had another shutout and yep. his numbers would have been even better. Uh, and then also, uh, how 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 much longer if he continues to play like this? How much longer do you think uh, management waits to extend this guy? And do you think he gets possibly uh, possibly tout the money? Uh, and the other comment I had is uh, I'm loving the way that this team's playing. Uh, they're 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 playing very well defensively defensively, and uh, the forechecking like wow, we're playing hard. All year. You know what they're doing? They're playing hard, right? Exactly. That's what they're doing. It's. And I mean, it's it, it's a. I do think there will be more offense. He's only had uh, two full practices with his group because again today, what did he call it? A designate day today. Ken's only had two full practices. It's going to take six or seven practices for the switch off that's occurred because it's a slightly different defensive system. But he's been relentlessly on the guys, and as a result, the team is more difficult to play against. He's getting them to play a harder game, and that's not a reflection. I mean, Todd McClellan had been here three and a half years. Todd was playing. You know, these guys got snapped to attention when Todd McClellan was fired. They did. And, and the players, the guys that are good guys in the Oilers' room, they took that as, from a personal ownership perspective, they looked in the mirror and they said, we just got our coach fired. They, they did. That's what the guys did. They didn't sit there and say, well, this guy played me on the fourth line. I mean, a loser thinks that way. A loser sits there and goes, oh, I needed to get fired. He only played me nine minutes. There's No. He heard, I know for a fact, that Todd has basically heard from every single guy on the team. Uh, and if, if I was there in San Jose. I talked to the players point blank, looked them straight in the eyes, and there were a lot of guys in that room that took an incredible amount of accountability. For I mean, McClellan got fired with a 9-10-1 record. And the team could have easily, with better performances, uh, been you know twelve and twelve seven and one instead. And then we're not having that conversation. But what ha- what has happened is Ken has got their attention, and Peter Shirelli, by firing McClellan, bringing Ken in, got the players' attention too. And now it's harder. This is a more difficult experience for them. And so far, even though the games have been tight, I think we've seen a little bit of a change of an attitude. Thanks, Chris. Let's go to Apollo, who is a fan of Hitch. On, uh, hi, Bob. Hi. Uh, now, you're going by Apollo. Were you a fan of Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies or what? Sure. Okay. What do you think of Hitch? Hey, Bob. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk on his structure defensively and his yeah. focus defensively. Yeah. But if you recall, in his second year in Dallas, they were the highest scoring team in oh, the yeah. NHL. Yeah. And 
And if you recall, and I want you to re- remind him about this, Bob, he attributed it to way they practiced, and he had drills where the drill did not end until there was a goal. And if you watched that Dallas team, they were tenacious. And, and it, it stemmed from the way he practiced. So I just wanted to get that out there that he's not just a defensive bureau. Well, he's never been a def- Like when he coached the short part chain, they were the highest scoring team year after year. When he coached Kamloops, they had some of the highest scoring teams in WHL history. He's put a defensive structure in place that's different. He's on the players relentlessly. That's not going to stop. But as the Oilers get more educated in Ken's defensive system, they will graduate and grow and learn when to strike offensively as well. They, the offense will come. It just won't come in the first three weeks. Exactly. I just want to remind people of that. That was in year two of the year before they won the Cup. All right. Thanks Thanks for the call, Paul. <laughs> yep. Uh, 780-496-0063. It's 123 in Edmonton. Because we have two guests coming up, uh, we're going to go through this day in Oilers history. Brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Go for it, Brendan Escott. I know you're going to like this one, Bob. On yep. this day in 1997, the Oilers hammer the San Jose Sharks 7-1 in a game that saw five fights. George LaRock and Barry uh, Potomsky fought twice. Greg DeVries and Owen Nolan fought twice. Jason Arnett picked up a couple goals and an assist. And Doug Waite had four assists of his own. All right. So uh, you mentioned Barry Potomsky. It was remarkable to me that his nickname was not Battleship. Do you know why? One of the greatest Russian films ever made was Battleship Potomkin by Sergei Eisenstein. Okay? And it was remarkable that nobody ever came up with the nickname Battleship Potomsky, given the fact that the Russian flick was Battleship Tompkin back in the day. Uh, Greg DeVries fighting Owen Nolan twice. Uh, probably fought a little out of his weight class. Frankly, so too did Barry Battleship Potomsky against George LaRock's 7-1 orders victory against the San Jose Sharks on this day back in 1997, 21 years ago. We have Ian Herbers. We have Kurt Hill coming up. So we'll look at uh, the Alberta Golden Bears and the Edmonton Oil Kings. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers now. This is Oscar Platform from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. It's 127 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now. Guests on the show receive gift certificates from Royal Pizza. Royal Pizza, the best pizza in the city, still making it great. Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. All right, uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Out of White Court, Alberta, listen, Ken Hitchcock's knowledge of the game and how to coach the players is coming out, and I haven't seen it on this team in years. Listen to the way he speaks of the players, what he has said about Clefbaum and Larson. They can do better. Boom. This guy is amazing, and the players are buying in. Tell me, Bob, when did the Oilers players last buy into a system? Uh, well, um, you could assert two years ago when they had 47 wins and 103 points. Just food for thought. Uh, Gordo says, out of St. Paul, love the way the Oilers are playing under Hitch. 
Uh, Bob, maybe Apollo went to planet Zoltar. That one came to us from Brian S. Uh, Brendan, it's pronounced Greg DeVries. Hey, you know it was Greg DeVries. There was two Greg DeVries in Edmonton at that time. There was, you said DeVries, right? There was Greg DeVries that was with the Alberta Golden Bears. He was a point guard. Helped them win the 94-95 National Championship. Oh, there you go. And then there was Greg DeVries, the NHL player, who was from Ontario. And was a tough, light heavyweight back in the day. I thought, I could have sworn you said DeVries. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell back with Ian Herbers when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.